Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now, this story is going to be very long, but considering I ruined this guy forever, it'll be worth it. My ex-husband and I have always gotten along very well, and we have, at the time of this story, a seven-year-old daughter. We've always lived near each other for convenience sake and have on occasion even lived in the same house after divorcing. So I was thrilled when the people across the street from him sold their place and apparently it was going to be for rent. Now I hadn't known the folks across the street. They were nice people and we've been over a few times for dinner. So when I showed up with my other half to look the place over, I kind of knew what we would be getting. The new landlord was working on the house when we pulled up. His big old dually was in the drive with his company name stenciled on it. So the guy meets us in the garage and immediately starts lying. He told me that this was his family home and he was fixing it up, but there were a lot of memories there and his kids had grown up in that house. I realized that he was adding value. Now, I kept my mouth shut because it was right across the street from my ex-husband and it was literally the bus stop for the school for my daughter. He continued to lie and I kind of tuned him out. The place was a little worse for wear. It was dirty, gross carpet, there was chipped paint, and that was only the tip of the iceberg. I made a comment on a broken light switch and he told me he was having a cleaning crew come through and clean up the place and having everything painted and the carpet redone. The price was a little high but once again I really wanted it and it wasn't nightmare high just 200 bucks over what I was expecting. I also had a small Australian shepherd so I had to pay the first month's rent, the last month's rent and a pet deposit $1,250 for each one. So about two weeks later it was move-in day. Now, I should have known something was up when the key was left in the combo box on the door. We had paid through a service, so he had the money and we had the key. And a mess. He had done literally nothing except replace a set of rotted outdoor steps that he probably had to do for liability purposes. We dragged out the camera and started to take pictures. It was a three-bedroom, two-bath with a partial basement. We took over a thousand pictures. Now, here's some of the highlights of what we found when we moved in. One. There was ketchup smeared all over the kitchen walls and the floor. Nothing in there had been cleaned. The fridge was awful and had moldy food in it. Two, there was a smell of hair gel all over the house, and I'm assuming it was rubbed into the carpet. Three, the fireplace literally had soot covering all of it and up to the ceiling. Four, the garage was full of trash. And five, the partial basement in which we hadn't seen before we moved in was full of mold. So I called him up and basically said, What the hell? You're expecting us to move into a place that's this disgusting? You didn't bother cleaning it out? Now, the guy replied that money and keys had exchanged hands, and if we had a problem, I needed to put in a maintenance request. And then the guy basically said to me, I don't remember it being that bad. It sounds like you made a mess when you moved in. Okay, so now I know exactly what kind of scummy person I'm dealing with. So I put in a request about the mold. We went out and bought all the bleach, cleaning supplies, and a carpet cleaner. Now, I'm a military brat who lived in base housing. I know how to clean. And we got to work. It took four adults, two days, and my ex and friend came over to help, to get the place even passable. We even changed out the blinds as they were broken. So during this, the landlord comes over to look at the mold, and I kid you not, 
He told me it wasn't there before, and then he grabs a roll of paper towels and my bleach spray, and then he starts to wipe the mold off the walls, and then he went home, and that's all he did. So fast forward three months, it's time for an inspection. Okay, so he tells me he's gonna be there tomorrow at 8am. He then shows up at 6.30pm, and he demands to be let in. Now, I let him in, and he starts taking pictures of the dishes in the sink, as dinner was still on the table, and he was lecturing me about cleaning up when I cook and not trashing his place. So in front of him, I pulled out my camera and took one of him taking a picture of the dishes for dinner, with dinner still on the table and a time date stamp. The guy then wants to go through the drawers in my bedroom, and I laughed at him. I didn't hear from him again until move-out time, which was a year. So upon moving out, he sends me a move-out checklist. He told me professional steam cleaning had to be done, and I must clean the entire house. And all rooms need to be painted wheat color. So we got to work. We steam cleaned, cleaned the house from top to bottom, etc., and then took another thousand pictures. So during the walkthrough, he's pissed. He even ran a white rag on top of the ceiling fan. He snatched the keys out of my hands and told me to expect to hear from him in 10 days about the deposit. And that doesn't sound good. So two weeks later, I then get a bill for $3,750. The guy ends up charging me for professional steam cleaning, HVAC cleanouts, and apparently we didn't use the right brand of wheat paint, which we did. Now two things I haven't disclosed. Now I have a bad habit of recording bad people or just to cover my back. And my mom is a landlord in the next state. My mom was very familiar with the laws and had looked up a few things about my landlord. So I took out my mini recorder and called him. The guy owns a real estate business where he works with his wife and his daughter. And they bought and sold houses. His oldest daughter picks up and transfers me to him and it gets ugly fast. The guy tells me that I must have let my Australian shepherd pee in the vent grates and that the way I take care of my daughter would be very interesting to CPS. And that maybe he should report me to them. He told me he can help work out a payment plan, but pretty soon, we would be getting into collections territory. At one point, he actually says all tenants are liars. Nice, about 20 minutes of being threatened. So I call my mom back, and to be honest, I'm pretty damn shook up. He literally threatened to call CPS, for what? So my mom tells me to pretend like I'm playing along, and ask for an itemized receipt. Tell him your mom is gonna cover it, and tell him your mom needs it before turning over the money. I had one 10 minutes after I asked on my end. So, the professional steam cleaner was a friend of mine, who had a business and gave me a discount. The HVAC was a scam. The company he listed belonged to his brother-in-law, was defunct and out of another state. And since I had before, after, and his new listing pictures, I knew he hadn't hired anyone to do HVAC cleaning. The vents were painted to the wall, in all the pictures. We saved our paint receipts, and I actually had a picture of us painting. You can see the right brand and color clear as day. I then called his business and told his daughter that I would be taking them to court. Now, she obviously was unaware of what a horrible creature her father was because when I told her that no one threatens my daughter, she didn't know what I was talking about. So I put her on speakerphone and played a recording of her dad threatening to have CPS come visit me if I didn't pay up, and she made it most of the way through before asking me to turn it off. And then she put me on hold to get her mom, his wife. Now, the mom did try to reason with me, and I backed up the tape to the part where he talks about what happens to kids in the foster system, and I played it. She told me they would get back to me, and they actually did. The mom and eldest called me on speakerphone and apologized. They told me how the business was divided, and they normally don't deal with the rental stuff. That was dad's job. I told them it was fine, but I'm still taking them to court. So fast forward to the court date. We end up in arbitration. I show up fully prepared. I brought my laptop with before and after pictures. I also had proof of his fake HVAC crap, 
had proof of him committing a crime by threatening to falsely call CPS, and I had a pretty good working knowledge of renter law in the state. At one point, the arbitrator asked me if I was a paralegal. Now, the guy had a picture of my dirty dishes and stories of how I lived like a pig and basically trashed his place. I pulled up the picture of the same sink of dishes, with dinner in the foreground, time, and date stamped. Now, the arbitrator actually asked, did you expect her to do the dishes before she ate dinner and then the dishes after she ate dinner? Even the woman taking notes for the arbitrator was grossed out when I showed them the ketchup and the basement mold pictures. Now, the funny thing is, did you know that you can get three times what you ask for in a rental dispute, depending on your state? Yeah, you sure can, and I did. The arbitrator used the word appalling when describing the landlord's behavior. When I went out to the hallway afterwards, there was a young couple there asking the clerk if the landlord was available. Apparently, they were waiting for their turn at arbitration. I asked them if their case was HVAC related, and sure enough, it was. I pulled out all the paperwork I had about it and handed it to them with my number. I ended up getting several calls from his other tenants. It turns out that he was running that scam for a long time. Meanwhile, my mom was filing a complaint with everyone she could think of because he had his business listed as a suite, which turned out to be a P.O. box, which was a huge no-no. Your business must be a location that can be served by the courts. A year later, I saw a truck with his logo drive past. But it wasn't the dually. It was an older F-150, so I looked him up in the county clerk's records. Well, first, it seems that he got divorced and cleaned out. The house, the big truck, and everything went to her. Then she sued him for the business. He got to keep the name, but she took everything else. I looked up the Realty website using their maiden name to search, and her and the eldest daughter were using her maiden name and had a whole new webpage and setup. Also, my mom got noticed that her complaint was being addressed, and he had his license suspended and a huge fine to get reinstated. My mom kept an eye on the records for home deeds in the area, and all but two of his properties were sold at auction. So let's sum it up. He had to pay me three times what I asked for. He lost his big money-making scam, lost his wife, lost his daughter, lost his houses, lost his truck, and lost his license for a while. All because he threatened to call CPS and have my daughter taken away. Don't mess with Mama Bear. Absolutely brilliant, Revenge OP. I absolutely love it when shady scumbag landlords get what they deserve. Guys, I'm smiling so hard at that revenge, you don't even know. You know why? Because I've been cheated by crappy landlords before. So anytime I get a chance to hear a scummy landlord lose everything, it brings me joy. The landlord might have owned that house, but OP completely owned him. My boyfriend and I were together for 9 years, and on our 7th anniversary, he proposed and I said yes. But we decided that we'd get married 2 years after, so we'd have time to save up enough for a wedding, our future kids, etc. Now, our families were ecstatic, except for his mother. I don't know why, but she never liked me since day one, and she was not shy in showing it. She always told me straight to my face that I was a gold digger, and I was lucky to find him. Now, I'm not trying to brag, but I do have a good career and earn more money than her son. This will be important later on. I came from a well-off and respected family in our community. So while preparing for the wedding, his mom took pleasure in being a goddamn pain in my side. She would make changes to the wedding without informing me, such as telling my guests that their invitations were revoked to accommodate her chosen guest. She also messed with the seating arrangements and changed the menu and table arrangements, etc. I had to pay twice just to revert the changes she made. Of course, this did not sit well with her, so being the ever-mature adult she is, she cried and threw a tantrum. A tantrum. Now, I'm not a confrontational person, and I easily get anxious when I feel tension arise. 
So thank God for fiancé's grandparents, who were really lovely people, and of, and of course, my beautiful grandma. They were the main reason why I was able to put up with everything she was doing. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Belittling was one of her hobbies, so it didn't come as a surprise when she berated me about my wedding dress that was handmade by my mom's best friend, who's like my second mother. It took a year and three months to finish the dress. In short, the dress was really, really special to me. I have never ever raised my voice, nor said anything negative about her. But the straw that broke the camel's back was when she stole my wedding dress two months before the wedding and destroyed it because she didn't like the design. I had a full-on anxiety attack when I found out, and while I was crippled by the loss of the dress, she never lifted a finger to help, but she was on her usual routine, calling my anxiety attack a cry for attention and that I was just being overdramatic about a stupid dress. It was too late to fix the dress, so I ended up buying a new wedding dress. By this time, we were way over budget for the wedding because of this monster. So the wedding day comes, and lo and behold, my dashing fiancé was a no-show. No one knew where he was, and no one could reach him. I was devastated, I was a crying mess, and of course, my mother-in-law thought it was the perfect opportunity to verbally attack, laugh, and mock me. I show up to work after the weekend desperately trying to distract myself from all the fiasco. And three days later, I found out that he'd been cheating on me for a year with a mutual friend. Let's call her Lisa. The worst part was, we all worked at the same place. As I said, I'm not a confrontational person, so I did my best to avoid them and avoid the drama. But Lisa started to torment me by purposely showing off how sweet he was on social media, how he treats her like a princess, and was spreading rumors and talking about me behind my back just to get me riled up. The girl, with the help of my ex's mom, started targeting my family. Now, as I mentioned, my family is well-respected in the community, and everybody knew what went down between us, so some of our close friends informed us about her malicious comments about our family. And of course, my ex-fiancé, being the ever-spineless idiot he is, did nothing and sided with his new woman. Now, I'm really close with my grandma. She's the one who raised me when both of my parents died. I love and respect the woman as she's the epitome of what a classy woman is. My grandma has this aura that was really kind and comforting but can be very intimidating when the situation calls for it, which is why she's well-respected and well-loved in the community. Grandma always had a smile on her face and treats everybody well. And if it wasn't for her, I don't think I would make it after all that happened to me. So when they started to badmouth my grandma, I was hell-bent on destroying her and my spineless ex-fiancé. I was beyond furious at this point. I started to scheme about how I planned to drag them down. 
I talked to my grandma about it, but she convinced me not to do so and that I should just leave our hometown for a while to take a breather and take some time to heal myself. So after a few weeks of discussions, I eventually saw how everything that happened and is currently happening was taking a toll on my mental and emotional health. I conceded defeat to my grandma's idea, so I left. I didn't contact anybody from hometown except my grandma. So two years passed and I received an invitation to our high school reunion. By this time, I've been really missing my friends and family, so I decided it was high time to return and reconnect with my old friends and family. Everybody was so surprised to see me, but everybody was really warm and welcoming, and it certainly felt like I was back home. Everything was going well. I was in line to get a refill of my drink when I overheard two girls blabbering about how Lisa was pregnant and the father of the child was a married man. Now, I was curious, but decided not to pry about it since I no longer wanted to be on the loop about whatever was going on with them. The following day, I met up with my favorite cousin, and my curiosity got the best of me, so I asked him about what went on when I left, and oh boy, I was not ready for the tea. My grandma always had a gleeful disposition. She's always friendly and engages in small talk with anyone, but apparently, when I left, she started to act differently. The happy grandma from next door was gone, and she always had a gloomy smile, even the way she talked changed. She talked about how bad she felt for me, and how she was hurting so much that me, her precious granddaughter, was going through such a rough time. How it broke her heart knowing that she couldn't do anything to ease my pain. People around us knew grandma as someone who hates to be seen as weak and helpless, thus it was a truly heartbreaking surprise when they saw grandma at such state. Despite her lamenting about my unfortunate situation, she had nothing but kind words for my ex-fiance, his mom, and Lisa. Everybody revered me and my grandma for handling the situation ever so gracefully. Despite all the bad blood, we took the high road. People now started to treat fiance and his mom differently. They became a social pariah. And after hearing what fiance and mother-in-law did and how they treated me, most people cut ties with them. Mother-in-law's husband, a good man, but very timid, apparently was sick of being looped into the mess and filed for divorce. As for my ex, most of our mutual friends sided with me through the ordeal. He was being groomed to be promoted for a takeover as department chief. And this was huge, because if it went through, he would be the youngest chief in the company's history. But due to what happened and the fact that his boss was a close family friend of ours, it all went down the drain. Now, my ex wasn't fired from his job because the boss thought it would be such an easy way out. And because my grandma spoke to the boss that firing him would be wrong and unprofessional. And again, playing her sweet old lady card. Lisa was caught having an affair with one of her bosses. Unfortunately, the boss of hers was married. The wife found out about the affair but didn't know who the third party was. Obviously, divorce papers were filed and both parties agreed that it was a no-fault divorce until the wife received incriminating evidences of both Lisa and the boss, which were sent anonymously. Grandma had hired a private investigator to collect enough evidence to incriminate both Lisa and the boss. Not only did the wife sue for 80% of their property, but she also filed a case to have Lisa's license be revoked on grounds of moral turpitude. As the investigation went on, they found out that Lisa and the boss had been stealing from the company. One thing that people don't know about my grandma is that she's really conniving. She knows how to play that sweet lady card all too well. Oh, my friends, doesn't OP have the best grandma ever? Nobody expects the quiet ones, and not a lot of people expect a sweet grandma who plays the nice card until someone they love is messed with, and they go completely scorched earth. 
My friends, let me know in the comments if Grandma's Revenge is just the right amount of destruction. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash pro revenge. Guys, if you enjoyed the stories today, do hit that thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode on this channel, I'll link it right here. A Karen abandons her five-year-old to go on a friggin' cruise, and she regrets it. Big time. Check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.